Welcome to the Friendship Bread Podcast. I'm Crystal, and I'm here with Alma. Hello! We love to have real, honest, and raw conversations about life, and our backgrounds, and where we came from, and where we're going. Yes! And anything that involves friendship. Nothing's off limits. Yep. So what have you been up to? A lot of things. It feels like, anyways. I got... Ooh! We talked about gardens last time, so we won't, like, talk about them again for so long. But I got my garden boxes built. Ooh. Yes, you did. They look awesome. I'm super happy. I'm so glad I got to see them. Yeah, I felt... I felt very strong and very proud of myself because I built them 99% by myself. So, I was... I was very proud of myself. But, yeah, so that's done. And then you said today that we shouldn't have to worry about planting till after Mother's Day. Well, that's that's what my sister told me anyway, so. As, as we established in the last episode, we trust her pretty much with any gardening advice, so. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty happy about that because I feel like now I'm going to be ready. going to get some dirt, fill my boxes, and I'll be ready. That sounds amazing. Yeah. How, how have you been? What have you been up to? No progress on my garden. It's still just, you know, plastic that's killing grass. So probably a little bit of progress. The grass is probably deader. <laughs> Let me reward that. Um, no visible progress. <laughs> that's, that's good. Um, we've been doing school. We're like... I don't know, I think six school days away from being done for the year. What? Yes, I'm so excited. I'm like, let's just, like, keep going. Like, let's get it done. And the kids are like, no, let's just, yeah, no. Because you guys do three days a week. Yeah. So two weeks. Mm-hmm. That's incredible. But I'm like, you guys, we could finish, like, next week. Mm-hmm. Just do a little bit extra every day. And they're like, Nope. <laughs> nope. They're, like, sticking to the schedule. Yeah. I've been going through stuff pricing it for a garage sale. Mm, garage sales are fun. So I'm planning on selling, like, half my stuff, so that's, <laughs> that's... It feels like it anyway. Yeah. That's exciting, though. It is. It's springtime, so you're you're spring cleaning and making money at the same time. This is true. It's a win-win. Yeah. I think that's awesome. We have several weddings that we're going to this spring. It's wedding season already. Feels like you it do. came up so quickly. Yeah. Yes. Sorry, I was talking to you. <laughs> I guess they can't see that. They can't see when I'm like gesturing towards you. Mm-hmm. And that's so, why I'm like, yeah. You said we, and I'm like, no, I'm not going to any yeah. weddings. I haven't been invited to any. You're you're right. So we, as in Tanner and I. Okay. Are going to several weddings this spring and then this summer. You are a very busy person. It feels like it. And then I wonder, what have I accomplished? (laughs) Why do you think you haven't accomplished anything? I know I've accomplished things. But why do you feel like you didn't? I don't know. That's a good question. I think it's because often we think we have to have this, like, it has to be a big, huge thing in order to have accomplished something. Yeah, maybe so. And, like, there's little things that are accomplishments. Yeah, like, well, our daily life and, like, our jobs mm-hmm. and what we have to get done to 
keep up with our life, our accomplishments there. That's actually really interesting. I've been thinking about that lately. There's this space between events in our life. Mm -hmm. And that is daily life. But we're always waiting for the next event. And it feels like we're waiting for it Mm -hmm. instead of, like, realizing that those days are our daily life. And we can make our daily life and those days between events look exactly how we want them to look. Mm -hmm. And so the keeping up with our, like, for me, my work-from-home job and getting the things that I need to do every week done Mm -hmm. is those daily accomplishments and you know when you do the same thing over and over, you know you're right I love that that's a really good point because if if we do the same thing over and over again it doesn't feel like a huge accomplishment but yeah. we're like we're living our lives <laughs> yeah and you're still accomplishing something yeah I've been I mean kind of thinking about that mm-hmm. and so it was funny to me that you brought up accomplishments I don't know if I've been thinking about it I guess in, like, an accomplishment-specific way, but, like, thinking about, like, things that we're grateful for Mm. or, like, just finding the little things in the day that we're thankful for or that we're grateful for. And, like, just taking time to acknowledge those things. Yeah. And it can be as simple as the sunshine. Mm Mm-hmm. You know what would be really fun is if we did a little moment in our episodes where we just oh. took a minute to share like with each other mm-hmm. what we're thankful for or what made us happy or like a little moment in our daily lives that we're excited about. I like this idea. I think we should do it. Yeah, we should we should call it like a certain like like a little segment within our podcast, like a little like thankful moment. It should have a better name though. What about like breadcrumbs? I Love that. Okay. Oh my gosh, I love that. So what's your breadcrumb, Alma? Oh my What are you thankful for? That's perfect. Oh, now I have to think of one. Yes. Um, Oh, we celebrated Tanner's birthday this weekend. Oh. I completely forgot about that. (laughs) You forgot about your husband's birthday? (laughs) Earlier, you asked me what I've been up to. I've been celebrating Tanner's (laughs) birthday. (laughs) Tanner... Please don't listen to this episode. I'm speaking to you like, don't, telepathically, don't listen to this episode. He's I don't not going to listen to it anyway. Yeah. Our husbands don't listen to our podcast. No, <laughs> no they don't. They're very supportive of our Incredibly podcast. Incredibly supportive. We were just talking about how much they want us to figure out a better schedule for a recording so that we can do it at better times of the day so that we get sleep. Because yeah. we very often record decently late at night. And by decently late, you mean 1 a.m. I, I wasn't going to say it. But I'm like, let's just call here we it. Are. We said nothing is off limits. <laughs> You're right. Okay, so like 1 a.m. <laughs> Today is not 1 a.m. No. And our husbands are happy about it. Yes. So. At least, you know. Yeah, I think they are. Yeah. They appear to be. They appear to be. <laughs> they appear to be. To the but, best of our knowledge. <laughs> they are happy From what about they it. have communicated to us. Yes. Um. Yeah, so my breadcrumb is that we got to celebrate Tanner's birthday. I love celebrating other people's birthdays, but I especially love Tanner celebrating Tanner's birthday. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know I love birthdays. You do. Yeah. Tanner's birthday is probably my breadcrumb. That's awesome. Oh, 
okay, part of the birthday celebration, he wanted to go to um, this pizza place, this like you can build your own pizza called Blaze Pizza. Yes, and they had gluten-free pizza crust. Yes. I got to have pizza for the first time since I've had to get, like, not eat gluten. Mm-hmm. It was better than I remembered by, like, a thousand times. I'm so happy for you. Yeah. That you Anyways. Like pizza again. What was your breadcrumb, Crystal? Do you know what I've been thankful for just, like, consistently lately? What? My wash line. <gasps> my laundry line. A oh, place to hang out my laundry. And it smells like heaven when I bring it inside. Okay. And we know that people can relate to that. If you grew up... Yes. ...with an Amish background, you know. And I have memories of, like, going to my aunt's house and helping her hang up laundry and then helping her take it down later. Or, like, um, this one family that babysat us, I would always help their teen... I mean, at the time, I was a little Sprite, so, you know, they were teenagers and I would help them do laundry and hang up laundry and take the laundry down and fold it. I love doing laundry actually. That's so amazing. Um, And so I've just like dreamed for years of having a laundry line and Mm -hmm. I haven't had one Mm -hmm. in probably 12 years. Yeah. And I finally have one again. It's amazing. It's wonderful. I I came over to your house, mm-hmm. and I was holding your son, mm-hmm. your youngest, and he gave me a hug, and I about passed out. <laughs> he smelled so good. He was in his just, like, fresh, clean pajamas, Yeah, and I, like, buried my nose in his shoulder, and he was probably like, what is Alma doing? And I saw that you were, like, sniffing his shoulder. And I was like, oh, I know what she's doing. It yep. smells like fresh air. Yep. The That's best awesome. is going to bed on sheets that have mm-hmm. been hung out in the sunshine. Oh, my goodness. They just feel fresher. Mm-hmm. And, like, you pull them up. You pull them up to your nose and you mm-hmm. can smell. Yes. It's just the sunshine. It's like you're oh falling asleep wrapped in sunshine. Seriously. That is what it smells like. It's completely what it smells like. Yeah. And no... Chemical fragrance can come close to smelling like good, clean, natural sunlight. <laughs> if you know, oh, we talked about this before. We can't do, we get headaches. Yeah. From like chemically cleaners or laundry yeah. detergents. I actually. What, what laundry detergent do you even use? Um, right now I'm using the uh, the Young Living one. Okay, so I I was like, man, I was about to say that you won't find either one of us using a laundry detergent or anything like that that you find on the shelves in a store. And then I was like, wait, I should double check that before I say that. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah. At one point, there was one um, that I was using that was like the brand Ecos or something. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. An unscented one. And it wasn't bad. But when I switched to this one, I liked the way it cleaned better. Mm-hmm. So I've stuck with it. But yeah, I actually, like if I sleep in sheets mm-hmm. that are very... Yeah. Like some some detergents I can, like I'm okay. But there's some that are so chemically that I wake up like 
completely itchy and covered in rashes the next morning. I didn't have that issue, like, of breaking out in rashes or stuff like that, but headaches. Yeah. And so oh, when I switched all my cleaning stuff, like, probably, like, five years ago now, when I switched, my, like, my cleaning products and stuff to Norwex, and I started using the Norwex detergent, I haven't looked back. Mm-hmm. Like, I love that detergent. It's great. Yeah. And so I use that for everything. And it goes a long way, so... It does. I love my kids. It's wonderful. I use it occasionally. But I, I use it for my Norwex. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes if I want extra fighting power. I think it's funny, though, because I, like, look back. In my teenage years, do you know what my favorite store was? What? Bath and Body Works. Ooh. Have you and seen... What? There has actually been warnings placed. Pregnant people are not supposed to use Bath and Body Works. What? Yeah. And it's... I mean, I'm not surprised, but I didn't no, know there were warnings. But, but no. it came out... Like, it. I don't know if it was a new study or if they finally had to disclose the information. But it's now official that pregnant people are not advised to use Bath and Body Works products. And if you're trying to conceive... You're not supposed to use them because they're known for hindering fertility. I can't say I'm surprised. No, I'm not Again, surprised either. But. It hasn't I'm, been like public knowledge. Yeah. I'm yeah. amazed that it's public knowledge now. Yeah. That's amazing. I, I agree. But I mean, like when I was younger, my favorites were like their, what did they have? Like a warm vanilla brown sugar or oh, something like yeah. that. That one was one of my favorites. Yeah. And now. I smell it, and I almost throw up. Yeah. It's like... It's amazing how much you can change just by not exposing yourself. Oh, yeah. I get I get a headache just walking past the cleaner aisle mm-hmm. in a store. Mm-hmm. I try... I honestly, I try not to breathe. Yeah. I do, too. <laughs> it's like, don't be suspicious. Don't, don't be suspicious. Just keep walking. Nothing to see here. I'm not passing out. I'm just walking real fast. Yeah. But, so yeah, I'd rather have natural sunshine. Sheets. Yeah, I don't want to say fragrance because it's not a fragrance. But scented, you know, like I'd rather have just that delightful, fresh smell. Sunshine infused sheets. Oh, yeah. There you go. Oh, that's marketable. It's marketable. It's very marketable. Yeah. And you can't, you cannot replicate that with any chemicals. So we're back to where we started. (laughs) Thanks for listening to us ramble about chemicals. And somebody should start a laundry service. They could be like, (gasps) it could be like uh, Betsy's Home Laundry. No, I don't know. Betsy's Sunshine Infused Laundry Service. Well, I was, because what I was going to say is like, so it's like Betsy's Home, whatever laundry. And then be like. Something like, we clean your clothes better than they've ever been cleaned before. And then they hang outside where they have authentic Amish sunshine infused. <laughs> for No, for an Amish sunshine infusion. Someone could make real money off that. Yeah, Amish I think sunshine. you're right. Oh, yeah. I, I would pay for a service. I mean, would I rather just have a clothesline? Yeah. Okay. Honestly, okay. 
If someone took my laundry, my dirty laundry, and brought it back smelling like sunshine and folded, I would pay big bucks for that. I mean, as big of bucks as I can pay. <laughs> Clearly, I'm missing on a bit on a business opportunity because I love doing laundry. <laughs> I actually don't mind laundry either. I would rather do laundry than cook or clean or wash dishes <laughs> any day of the week. Like, <laughs> if I could trade somebody and they like do all my cooking and cleaning. And I just, like, do laundry all the time instead of doing those things. I would do that. Maybe you are missing out on an opportunity. I find I find hanging laundry on the wash line very therapeutic. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, something about, like, being out in the sunshine and the breeze. Mm-hmm. And just even, like, the physical act of hanging up the laundry. And, like, your mind just kind of wanders... I don't know. Yeah. It's just refreshing and invigorating. I totally get that. Yeah, I I guess we've really bunny trailed. We started out talking about breadcrumbs. That's what we were talking about because we were talking about how the in-between days, the days in between the big events are our daily life. So it's not a bunny trail. It's like a Hansel and Gretel breadcrumb trail. Ooh, yes. Only... Thankfully, our trails don't lead to a witch's house in the woods. (laughs) (laughs) Thank the Lord. I think sometimes when we take the time to find something, no matter how small it is, every day that we're thankful for or grateful for, or even if it's a thing of like, today I'm going to choose to be thankful for this. Mm -hmm. Like, even if you don't feel thankful, you could choose to feel thankful about it. Yeah. Like, it seems to me like that just has to lead to being happier overall. Yeah, absolutely. I think so. Instead of going out of the way to see the negative moments, Mm -hmm. we're going out of the way to see the positive moments. Yes. And the more we focus on those, the more we attract them, if you will. But it's not even that more good moments are happening. It's just that we're seeing them, we're noticing them, and we're being thankful for them. It's it's about the mindset you're choosing to have, yes. honestly. Because yeah. you're saying to yourself, like, I'm saying to myself, today I'm going to be thankful for the fact that there's a ton of dirty dishes in my sink. Because mm-hmm. that means my kids are eating. Mm-hmm. Even if I hate doing dishes. Yes, yeah. I do. But, like, then I'm less... I'll have less of those moments where I'm, like, washing the dishes. Like, oh, my gosh, all these dirty dishes. They made extra dirty plates than they had to. There's so many dirty spoons in here. Like, they didn't need to have this many dirty spoons. They had it's all this extra. You yeah. Because that happens. So many, Do you know how many times somebody takes, like, a sip of water out of a cup, <laughs> and then they set it down, and then, you know, inevitably it gets picked up and moved to the sink because mm-hmm. no one knows whose it is anymore. And then five seconds later, they go in to get another one. Yep. And at the end of the day, there will be, like, a dozen water cups sitting there. And I'm like, there's three of you using these. Yeah. How is... This is not adding correctly. (laughs) You know? Where are the... Where are the nine children that also live here, apparently? Yes. Apparently, I have had nine more children today. I don't know how that happened. (laughs) 
Oh, that's exhausting. Um, <laughs> but then instead of me, you know, grumbling to myself you know, about washing all of these water cups, yeah, I could say, they were drinking a good amount of water today. Oh, that's a good point. They are hydrated. <laughs> yeah. Reframing that. Yes. That's a good, that's a really good thought and a really good point because you're right. When my house gets messy, it's like, we've lived here. Mm-hmm. Earlier, um, you walked past my table and you were like, oh, people ate here. Yeah. <laughs> that is, that's good, Crystal. <laughs> Well, you were acting like I haven't seen a house that has a few dirt spots. Yeah, it's... And your house is not even that terrible. It's just lived in. It's not actually yeah. that dirty. Yeah, you're right. Houses are made for being lived in. Dishes are made to be used. Tables are meant to be eaten at. Mm-hmm. I think that's something we all need to remind ourselves of sometimes, though. Because yeah. I know I do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Be like, oh my gosh. You guys, Alma's coming over. Pick up your toys. <laughs> and they're like, why do we have to pick up our toys? Because Alma's coming. But we're just going to play with them again. I don't care. Like, pick them up. <laughs> Put them away. You know? Yeah. It's always funny. I walk by the couch and Tanner is like, he, he loves being comfy. Mm-hmm. So he will make himself as comfy as possible and he'll move the pillows on the couch. And I always walk by and I'm like, ah, Pillows. But you're inspiring me. I could say, like, oh, wow, I have a comfy couch that has plenty of ways to sit in it to be super comfy. So I have a cozy <laughs> home for Tanner. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I like that. Yeah, so do I. I think that it's kind of interesting because I believe there is a certain, there's kind of a balance. Mm-hmm. Because it's not that we can't recognize the hard things in life. Yes. But I think that there is... An importance to reframing the things that are our responsibilities mm-hmm. that we know we need to take care of every day. And instead of letting that really bog us down and we're complaining about it all day inside our, inside our heads, mm-hmm. we're reframing in that. Ugh, I can't talk all of a sudden. We're reframing it so that our inner monologue is a much healthier, happier space. Yeah. It doesn't mean that when bad things happen, we reframe the bad things and we say, like, well, my car got stolen, but at least, you know, I can't think of an example now. At least I wasn't living in it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like, it's okay to recognize that, wow, that really is not a good... I'm sad about that. Yes. But it doesn't mean that we can't reframe the things that are hard for us to do. Yeah, exactly. Because if we reframe it, it makes us in a better, healthier state to accomplish the things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And if we know we have to do do dishes every day, it's not going to help to be constantly complaining about the dishes. Are we speaking to the choir here? Yes, we very much are. This is something oh, yeah. we're practicing for ourselves. I hate washing dishes so much. Mm-hmm. I'm like, it's always kind of like, here I go, washing the dishes again. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Anybody else? Tapping out here. 
someone somebody else relay race <laughs> it no. might be it might be time okay. to start um training up the kids in the dishes yeah i've been trying that um <laughs> unfortunately it ends up looking like there was a fire in the house oh boy and they used all the water in the house to try to put it out yeah it looks like it for sure yeah wow. the floor oh boy very clean very clean sparkly yeah. a little bit slippery slippery it's, it's it's more puddly than sparkly <laughs> oh boy um if there was something like an ice torch you know like a cold <laughs> torch you could take over we'd have a skating rink in there oh boy and be like yo bring ice skates kitchen's open um a lot of water on the floor so as of right now i've focused on drying and putting away the dishes They're i think that's pretty a good, good idea. at that we're staying away from the water at the moment. That's that's smart. But, you know, just there's a lot yeah, of water I, on the floor. I can understand that. I think the last time it took like six or seven towels to soak up all the water. Oh, my goodness. It was a little extreme. That is extreme. Wow. They, they had a lot of fun. I joked that I should just like lay them down on the floor and roll them over the water. They could soak it up and, hey, look at that. Dishes are done, floor is clean, and y'all had baths. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's take, the, take the clothes off of you, hang them on the line. We're good to go. <laughs> hang them up. Have some sunshine-infused clothes after all of it. Yep. Yeah. Yes. So, needless to say, all of that to say... We are very much speaking to the choir. This is something that we are still practicing mm-hmm. to change and reframe how we view our daily tasks Honestly, and daily responsibilities. Like, I often forget. It's really, it's, it's something that's really easy for me to forget. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll be doing something. Like, I'll be washing the dishes. This is just a great example because it's just a daily yeah, you have to wash the dishes. That's my day. daily trial, you know? <laughs> um, and I'll be washing the dishes, and I'll be halfway done before I realize that I have been, like, irritated that I have to wash the dishes. Mm-hmm. Or before I realize, like, I've been grumbling to myself this whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I totally understand so, that. I think it's, number one, it's a step in the right direction that you're even recognizing it. That you're catching yourself. That's true. And you have to recognize that. And you have to accept where you are. I'm having a hard time with that, though, because then I'm like, well, but I should have caught it sooner. I know. Okay, I know that's not logic. Like, I know. Yeah. Okay, I'm just, you know, being real. But something that has been helping me, though, okay, I know... That I tend to have a bad attitude about washing the dishes, right? <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. It's just like, totally. I hate yeah. it. Hate it. That's what so I, much. that's how I feel about toilets. Ugh. We're yeah. not going there. Yeah, let's okay. do that. We'll stick with dishes. Thank you. <laughs> um, and so like doing something like putting on some music. Yes. Like just putting in my, putting in an earbud or like listening to a podcast. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Something that is fun Mm -hmm. and doing that while I wash dishes. Yeah. That helps so much because then I'm 
Like, then my brain is doing that and not just wandering unattended, grumbling about things as it goes. And honestly, it's like, sometimes you have to, like, almost see yourself, like, your, like, mental, your inner mental state as, like, a child. And you need to distract it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like... What do you do with a little kid when you need them to, like, not get into trouble? You distract them. Hey, here's a coloring book and some crayons. Hey, do you want a snack? You know, you distract them. So what do we do with our brains when we don't want our inner self to wander off and get into trouble and think all these negative thoughts? We distract ourselves. Can't really give a brain a coloring book or a snack, but you can give them some music, Mm -hmm. them. Plant one. <laughs> you you have multiple brains. <laughs> well, I'm just thinking. I think I'm thinking of brains as you know, like collectively, yeah, whole classroom of bl- yes. brains. <laughs> I think I almost said brains. Um. Anyway, but like distracting yourself from whatever you're doing with music or. Podcast, like, whatever. Yeah, bonus points if it's a podcast that is, like, the Human pod- Hope Podcast. Yes. Like, talking about wonderful things yes. um, that bring hope to the world or a podcast where you talk about good mindsets. Like, that's helping you. It's just, it's so imperative. Yeah. To always be putting, ugh, I really can't talk today. I know, I've been having the same problem. My goodness. I, it's... Okay, I'll start the sentence over. It's always imperative to be putting good messages in our brains. So this actually is a really good point. When you know you're going to be doing something that Mm -hmm. you tend to complain about and have a bad attitude about, then yeah, put on the things that you know are good messages and that you know impact your brain for the better. Do you know, when you said something about what you put in is what comes out, Mm -hmm. it reminded me of the song. I haven't listened to it in ages. I think it's by Tal and Acacia, and it's like, it's called Garbage In, and it's like garbage in and garbage out. What goes in is found out. Hmm. Um, all can see what goes in me. I pay the price. And then it goes on to say, I fill my mind with bad things so horrible. I feel ashamed they'd show. And... It talks about how, like, the time is now to leave the junk behind. And, you know, I don't know exactly what they were talking about when they wrote the song. But to me, I'm thinking of, like, our mindsets. Like, Mm -hmm. we think that maybe, like, oh, my unhealthy mindset that I have about whatever it is, like, doing the dishes. Is that when I'm doing the dishes, is it affecting anybody but me? No. Mm -hmm. But... What is that going to spill over into? Yeah, that's a really good point because it's not your bad attitude with the dishes isn't technically hurting anybody else. Isn't technically hurting anyone else. You're the one, like, it's taking up space in your brain. Yes. You're the one losing the energy. You're the one putting energy towards that. Right. However, you put the energy towards that and it it does spill over somehow. Mm -hmm. And... Even if it doesn't end up spilling over and you somehow contain it, 
you still pay that price yeah. of you being, I don't know if consumed is the right word, but like your that time is lost. Yeah. Like that time is lost thinking all of these negative things when you could be spending that time filling your brain with good things. Yeah. You just made a really, really good point, and I want to highlight it. You alone are worth we're investing good things into your brain. Yes. I think so often we justify or we can justify investing in ourselves mm-hmm. and taking care of ourselves by saying, well, if I don't do this, I will – it will spill over on other people. I'll take it out on other people. Um But you alone, your brain, your health, your mental space being a happy place to be is enough of a reason for you to invest in it. Mm -hmm. You have to live in your body, in your brain for the rest of your life. So why shouldn't it be a happy place to live? No one else has to live in there with you. Yeah. Some people live in the same house as you, but they are not living inside your brain. You have to live with a brain that either berates you, that complains about all the tasks you have to do, that complains about the people around you, or you get to live in a brain who believes the best about other people, Mm -hmm. that looks at the responsibilities that you have to take care of in a daily life and say, I'm so thankful for the life I have, and I'm so thankful that... I have that I have these things to do, which means that I live this life that I live. And the other thing is, too, like, let's say you're living in how you're saying, like, the brain where there's all this bad stuff happening mm-hmm. and all these negative thoughts. Maybe you can manage to, like, hold that in, and everyone around you always thinks you're happy all the time. Mm-hmm. But then. The question you have to ask yourself is, how authentic is that? Yeah. That's not authentic. No, it's not. And, like, that just adds a whole nother level of it. Mm-hmm. Like, the joy and the freedom that comes from being authentically you and mm-hmm. just being yourself is amazing. Yeah. Like, not having to pretend to be happy and actually being, like, truly happy, mm-hmm. it would be, like, so different and so amazing it is amazing yeah it's okay to be honest and say i'm really struggling with my mindset Mm -hmm. on this because then you give the opportunity for other people to speak into that yes and and to speak truth yeah to you and that increases the good things that you're putting into your brain i think we often forget to ask ourselves like am i valuing myself Mm -hmm. and if i value myself what am i doing Mm-hmm. In order to, like, show myself that I value myself. Yeah. Like, where am I following through on that? Yeah. Like, I can't just say, yeah, I value myself, and then go and, like, let my brain run rampant. Yeah. With negative thoughts all day long. You know, we always say, like, you have to show up for your friends. Yes. You gotta show up for you. Yeah. You, you do. have to. You do. Yeah. It's funny because, like, I know that's not the truth, but, like, when you when I hear you say, you got to show up for you, there's this little voice in the back of my head that's like, oh, my gosh, that's so selfish. All you're doing mm-hmm. is thinking of you. And mm-hmm. it's like, no, mm-hmm. no, that's not, that's not the truth. Yeah. The truth is you are worth showing up for. 
Yeah. Like, you need to value yourself. And that's not being conceited. That's mm-hmm. not being arrogant. Mm-hmm. Like, taking care of yourself is like the whole thing of, like, when they tell, what do, what do they tell you in an airplane? Yeah. Like, put your own oxygen mask on before you put oxygen masks on your kids. Mm-hmm. Why? Because you can't get oxygen masks on your kids if you don't have your own on. You Yeah, you you cannot put ma- oxygen masks on someone if you are passed out. Exactly. It's just a matter of fact. Exactly. It's the same thing. <laughs> if you don't value yourself, how are you going to value other people? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. This is incredible. I... It also... You know, coming from an Amish background, mm-hmm. we are, it's so ingrained in us to think of other people before mm-hmm. ourselves. Yeah. That's just, that's just how we do it. Yeah. We think of other people before ourselves and it is so selfish to think of telling someone that you can't help them with something because of something that's going on in your own life. Mm-hmm. We're so, we're taught to really just put our own needs aside. We're mm-hmm. taught that being selfless is godly. Yeah. And... In all reality, exact like exactly what you just said, there's almost this, I don't quite know how to put it into words, but there's almost this, if you are not in a good place, if you are not in a healthy place and you're not taking care of yourself, you can be helping other people, but actually it's not as selfless as it appears to be because the... F- it's not as selfless as it as it appears to be, because it's something you're making yourself do. And that's something, it's not something that's just like flowing out of the overabundance within yourself. Yes. There's, yes. Okay. That was really well said. Because when we are not taking care of, when you're in pain, mm-hmm. let's, let's, ooh, this is a good example. If your finger's broken. Yes. You're going to be constantly thinking about that finger. Ooh. You're, you're going to be helping someone move, and the whole time, you're completely focused on that finger. You're not focused on moving. Yeah, because my finger is throbbing the entire time. Exactly. And that's the same way it is. Like, a finger's... A, a, thinking about your body and having pain in your body mm-hmm. is very easy to say, like, well, yeah, I would be focused on myself. But we often don't see it that when we're not... When we're dealing with something in our mindset that's causing us pain or that's causing us not to be the healthiest version of ourselves. Mm -hmm. We don't realize how actually we are so much more self-centered than we realize because all we're thinking about is ourselves. Does that make sense? Say it again. I'm, I'm, I'm not communicating my idea the way I want to communicate it because it makes so much sense in my mind. So bear with me. So what you're saying is... When we don't take care of our, we don't take care of ourselves, and we're not in a healthy place. Yeah. Sometimes we can think that we're helping somebody else. I'm helping them move, mm-hmm. but really, it's not helping them move. You haven't taken care of the fact that your finger is hurt, and maybe you're actually making moving more difficult for them. Yeah. There could be so many other things that are involved with that. Yeah, it's just, it's so important to take care of yourself first because you don't always see the effects of how that spills over on other people. Yeah, that's true. And 
if we are not in a healthy place, mm-hmm. whether we realize it or not, we put attention on the pain or the um, where we're not reaching the standard we're wanting to reach. Mm-hmm. So when we're reaching outside of ourselves, we're not putting out the best version of ourselves. Mm-hmm. And so like, like this isn't a perfect exa- example, but if you're not confident in who you are mm-hmm. and you're, you're not taking the time to invest in putting the good messages into your brain and finding the things that you need to put in your brain and you're not investing in taking care of your basic needs. Mm-hmm. You know, if you like, if you need to work through some trauma, going to therapy, taking care of that, you're going to be reaching outside of yourself to meet those needs, whether you realize it or not. So you're going to be like projecting your need yes. for help onto other people by seeking validation from them saying, oh, you're such a wonderful person. Thank you so much for helping me move. Oh, you're just always there for me. Mm-hmm. And that's wonderful. Being there for people is amazing. But when we're seeking the validation and that's what we're getting our validation from, Mm -hmm. that's a manipulated version of it. Because we can't seek validation from other people. People will always fail. Mm -hmm. That's That sounds bad, but it's not. People will always fail us. Yeah. You can't take anything personally. People are having to show up for themselves and you and they're not always going to be perfect. We mm-hmm. are human. We are not always perfect. So people will always fail you. They can't be perfect. And we can't take that personally. Yeah. So when we're not in our healthiest space and we're reaching outside people, we're bound to be disappointed. And so it, it really takes the... That's why it's so important to put the effort into you finding what you need to heal. Yeah. And... So I guess that's kind of better yeah. way of saying what I'm trying to say. I think I does that able, make sense? Yes, I was able to follow that one that time. Okay. Um, hopefully, I've I've talked a lot about this, so hopefully by now it makes sense. Yeah. Because I'm not trying to say that that's being selfish. I think we do it without realizing it. Yeah. I'm just trying to highlight how how much it benefits you to really. Yes. Take care of yourself and work on that space inside your brain because you are the one. You are the only one who really is harmed from being in that bad state. Mm-hmm. That bad state of mind. I agree. It's like a self-fulfillment. Mm-hmm. Like, don't look to other human beings to mm-hmm. fill need within you. Yeah. Because, like you said, you will be disappointed. Mm-hmm. But not just that, like, when you do that, instead of other people being like, I'm focusing on getting me to a healthy space so that I'm putting my own, like, maybe Betsy is over here and she's trying to put on her own oxygen mask. Mm-hmm. And here comes Jeffrey and he's like, he halfway, like, he's pr- trying to put that oxygen mask on. But he's not doing it properly because he didn't pay attention to the instructions. Okay? And <laughs> he's like, like yo, Betsy, help me out. Ibrahim. Mm-hmm. Okay, I need help. <laughs> and um, 
So now Betsy is faced with the stress of trying to get her own oxygen mask on in time and then also go help Jeffrey. Before he passes out. Before he passes out, because she doesn't want to see him pass out. Yeah. Like, no one wants to see that happen to their friend. Yeah. And, but she's also trying to get her own on, and she's struggling with that. Mm -hmm. But Jeffrey keeps being like, Betsy, 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 come help me. Mm -hmm. Betsy, I need help. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, that puts so much pressure on Betsy. Mm Mm-hmm. When if Jeffrey had just followed the instructions and, like, paid attention... He could have figured out how to do it on his own. Now, does that mean that, like, he can't be like, Betsy, was it like you put the straps, like, over your ear or over the back of your head? Mm -hmm. You know, like, and she could be like, oh, no, 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 over the back of your head. Like, yes, like, you can have, ask your friend for, like, support. Yeah. But there's a difference between, like, looking to other people for support and expecting them to kind of fix it for you. Oh my gosh, yes. There is... Oh, that was said well. There is a difference between leaning on your friend Mm -hmm. and expecting your friend to be something that they're not supposed to be. Yes. There's... That's a really good point. Other people are not meant to carry you. No. We're not built. Mm -hmm. We're not designed or created Mm -hmm. to carry other people. Yeah. They're... And that's not to say there aren't seasons where we sometimes need, like, critical care. Right. That's not to say that. And I think that there are times, too, where, like, like God can give you the strength to carry other people. Mm -hmm. But that's not just something that just naturally happens. You don't just naturally have that ability. No, and during those times, you have to be extra careful and you have to be Mm -hmm. extra self-aware and you need to be really taking care of yourself because that is when people burn themselves out. Well, and it usually also is like a thing of like, you have to have almost like, I don't know, I envision like a store. Like it's like storage. Like there's like self-care that's been stored up because you've put the work Mm-hmm. Into making sure your oxygen mask is, like, well-fitted. <laughs> I mean, like, it's yeah. well-fitted. You've got your oxygen. You've got your backup oxygen. And your backup backup oxygen. Yeah. And so you know, like, I've got backup and I'm well taken care of. Like, I'm right. I can, I'm equipped for this battle. Yeah. Because that's what it is. It's draining. Yeah. And you have to have that. Yeah. Or you can't sustain Yeah. It. And, you know, maybe we're thinking of specific situations inside our heads as we're talking about this. I'm, I'm trying to think of a specific... I was trying to think of a specific situation, but I was just thinking of, like, so many different people that I have seen, like, try to carry somebody else mm-hmm. and, like, get so burnt out. Yeah. Because, you know, they're not, like... You're not, like, built up. You're not meant to be someone else's confidence. Yes. Yeah. And it's also, like, another analogy is, like, a marathon runner, they don't just, like, get up one day and be like, I'm going to go run that marathon later. Mm Mm-hmm. No. They train and they train and they train and they build up endurance. Mm Mm-hmm. And we can't go run marathons when we haven't built up endurance. Yeah. And I think so often we try to do that because we see someone who needs help And it's selfish of me to not go help them and to put myself first. And, Mm -hmm. like, we do more harm to ourselves than good. Mm -hmm. Like, even though we see this friend who needs help, 
going and helping them when you are yourself, you haven't trained for the marathon yet. Mm-hmm. There's no point. No, you you're going to trip them? your friend and break their leg. Oh, boy. Wow, that <laughs> escalated quickly. Oh, my goodness. Sorry, it was a visual. <laughs> but that no, was an intense just, visual. It, it is, though. Like, yeah. it can get... It can... I know I'm, like, saying, like, worst-case scenarios. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like, sometimes these situations aren't so, like, dramatic and no. big. But it's still the fact... Sometimes, sometimes it's as simple as, like, oh, I have, like, just added another layer of stress that I really didn't need. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, sometimes it's also more than that. Yeah. Exactly. And I feel like... Uh, maybe it's just me. But, like, coming from the background that we come from... I feel like we kind of train ourselves to just maybe live in stress mm-hmm. or live in that place where we're not, we don't have our oxygen hooked up. Yeah. And we're just going. And at the end of the day, you're like, well, man, I hope I get an extra di- extra dose of oxygen somehow while I sleep because I'm going to mm-hmm. need it for tomorrow. And we don't have backup oxygen going. Yeah. That is how you end up burnt out. And I think we both can speak to that experience. Yes. We've both ended up burnt out at different times in our lives. Multiple times in my life. Yes. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And once we realize what it takes for us Mm -hmm. to take care of ourselves, to not end up burnt out, I mean, how much more, again, you are worth it yourself to Mm -hmm. not end up burnt out. But if you're looking at the grand scheme of things, if you're wanting to make a difference in the world... How much more difference are you going to be able to make if every two years you're not having to put your life on hold because you end up burnt out? Yeah. Because burnout can look different for so many people. For me, I ended up having panic attacks every day. What are you going to do when you're having panic attacks every day? Well, I'm just even thinking of, like, multiple different people I have seen, like, in church leadership. Oh, yeah. Who have burnt themselves out and... Having to take, I mean, you hear of people having to take a 10-year sabbatical or a year mm-hmm. or five years or three or whatever. There's so many varying lengths. Why do people need sabbaticals? Like, usually it's because they're burnt out. Mm-hmm. Why do we do things like, well, I did this for a long time and then all of a sudden I just didn't have it in me to do it anymore. Mm-hmm. It's not that you lost the will to do it. It's not that you lost the desire to help somebody that you were helping, it's that you got burnt out. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, so often I feel like we don't even recognize burnout. Yeah. That, that's a good point. That's actually a very good point. You have to be able to recognize burnout. Going back to what we were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. If we are being self-aware of what's going on in our brains, mm-hmm. and we are putting these good things into our brains, that's like... Little pieces of oxygen you're feeding yourself. Absolutely. And, like, when you're doing those things, like, and you're putting yourself first, you're taking care of yourself, like, you're just continually feeding that within yourself Mm -hmm. of making sure, like, oh, am I taking care of today? Like, morning Mm check-in or nighttime, like, whenever, checking Mm -hmm. in with yourself, that is one of the best ways to prevent burnout. 
Absolutely. Because you have to take care of yourself. And maybe sometimes taking care of yourself means saying, hey, I know I said I was going to do this for you, but I have realized, like, I'm going to need, like, an hour or two. I'm going to be there an hour or two later. Mm -hmm. I have an hour or two of less time today. 15 minutes, 5 minutes, whatever it takes for you Mm -hmm. to make sure that you have taken care of yourself before you go do X, Y, Z so that you can prevent burnout. Yeah. And um, I also want to bring up, sometimes I've experienced, I know, if I know I have a very busy week ahead of me and Mm -hmm. I know I'm going to have limited time every day to check in with myself, sometimes there's this, like, uh, this knowledge in the back of my brain of, like, okay, I am busy Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Friday, all I need to do is catch up on my housework. Mm -hmm. And I will plan to do nothing else on Friday. And those other days, I will take time to check in with myself as much as I can, whether it's five minutes. But Friday is when I plan, even Mm -hmm. if it's after all the other things I've done, I know that I have that time coming. And I think just simply that knowledge, that knowledge of I have time coming up where I will be able to recuperate. Yeah. And so that in itself is self-care because you're scheduling it. Yeah. You're making it a priority. As long as you actually do it then. Yes. Yeah. You have to follow through. That is a requirement. You have to show up for yourself. Yeah. You can't tell yourself, I'm going to take, you can't, I can't say to myself, Crystal, I'm going to take care of you Mm -hmm. Friday night. Friday night, we're just going to sit down. Just me, myself, and I. Yeah. And then and Billy Bob whatever. calls yeah. and says, hey, Crystal, we're having a big old bonfire down at the lake tonight. Do you want to come? Why did you pick that example? Because if somebody is having a bonfire. You're if, going. If Billy Bob is one of my friends. I'm going. <laughs> I'm, I'm that's going. A, okay. So okay? if that's a way for you to recharge, then it yeah. is. That is actually. That's what I was going to say. Because... Sometimes, for me, actually, I'm very extroverted. And so, for me, self-care actually looks a lot less than spending time, me, myself, and I, and more like spending time with other people. Hmm. So, for me personally, yes, that's more That's more for that's me. That's so interesting. See, what I was saying with my example is if I told myself I was going to spend time with myself, and that's how I best recharge... I best keep to that. Yeah. Like, keep your word to yourself. But for me, it's often... Here's a great example. I recharge best by hanging out with friends and talking with friends. Mm-hmm. The other morning, I was going to a friend's house for brunch. Mm-hmm. Morning of was a little hectic and chaotic. And come time to, like, 15 minutes before going, I'm, like, feeling like, oh, my gosh, it just seems so overwhelming. To even leave the house right now. I don't even really want to go. I wanted to go. Mm -hmm. But there's just like this moment of being like. Is it worth it? I don't want to leave the house. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, you know what? No. I told myself I was going to go. I told them I was going to go. And I know that this is what I need to recharge. So even though I feel completely depleted right now. And I feel like I don't have the energy to go. I know if I go. It's going to help me feel better. I'm going to feel re-energized. And I did. I came home and I was like, I can do life. That's like, amazing. I am recharged. I'm ready to go. 
But when I don't have those times, I'm like, I need to get away from myself, you yeah. know, and I need to be around other people because that's how I best recharge. That's a really good point. But that's, really, it just boils really down example. to keeping your word to yourself. Yes. Yes. Like, regardless of whether yes. it's being by yourself or going and doing something with people, even if you'd feel depleted. Now, okay, I want to make sure that I'm clear on this. <laughs> if you are a person who does not feel re-energized by being around other people and you already feel depleted... No, I'm not saying you should go. Yeah, like, okay. <laughs> okay, in in the example of Billy Bob, if I told myself I was going to recharge on Friday night and Billy Bob called me, I would be saying no. Yes. Because, because I know that I'm going to be hyping myself up. I'm not going to be recharging. I'm going to be using mm-hmm. my charge to spend the, the time with the yes, people. Yes, because you are more of an introvert. Yeah. And... So if I said that I was going to spend time with myself, I was going to recharge Friday night, I'm saying no to Billy Bob. Mm-hmm. As much as I love bonfires at the lake, I'm saying no. And I'm saying, yes, I will be there. Yes. All I was going to do is spend a boring night at home anyway. How many people did you say are coming? Ten? Perfect. <laughs> See, and I think that this is actually a very good point that we reach because people do recharge in different ways. Yeah. And it's okay. It's okay for me. I don't feel judged by Cristobal. <sighs> what did I just call you? Cristobal? I'm not sure. <laughs> I do not feel judged by Crystal for the way I'd recharge. Mm-hmm. And Crystal knows... If, if Crystal were the one calling me and telling me, hey, we're doing a bonfire at the lake, she would probably be sad. And I can't blame her. She's allowed to have her what? own feelings. You're not going to come. <laughs> and I'm going to be like, Crystal, I promised myself. And she's going to understand. I'd say, okay, all right. I can do this. I still love you. <laughs> it's going to be hard. But I'll make it through. <laughs> yes. And, and you know, Crystal's allowed to feel her feelings. She can feel sad that I said no. I'm glad I can feel sad. Yeah. Because... She's allowed to have that space. Yeah. So... Anyways, we've we've said it with a lot of words, but kind of just to recap, we've talked about contentment and we've kind of explained how when you take the time to invest in self-awareness and invest in yourself and what you're putting into your brain, mm-hmm. you are influencing your mindset for your daily life between the big events that we all look forward to and you are recognizing when you need to say no when you can say yes, and that helps to avoid burnout. That helps you be the best person for yourself, to Mm -hmm. show up best for yourself, and then secondhand show up for the people in your life. Because we do, we do want to recognize that we love the people in our life. We as human beings are made to to function in community. Mm -hmm. And so we love the people in our life and we want to show up for them. And so we don't want to say, like, that we are here, like, oh, we never want to show up for the people around us. No, that's part of our motivation. But we really want to highlight that you yourself are enough. You being healthy is mm-hmm. enough of a reason for you to get healthy. You being happy is enough of a reason for you to get healthy. Yeah, 100%. So, yeah. I feel like I recapped that pretty well. Did I, I do a good job? So yes. Thank you. You did. I'm- that was a great... Like, that was a great summation. 
Thank you. If I didn't know better, I'd be like, she must be a lawyer. <laughs> you just like summed up the whole trial perfectly. Oh my goodness, that's hilarious. I do have a joke that I feel fits with this topic. Okay. Why are skeletons so calm? I don't know. Because nothing gets under their skin. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I think I could think of was they don't have any nerves. Like, I don't <laughs> oh, know. That's a good one, too. That's a good one, too. <laughs> they have no brain, either, so there's that. But... Also, skeletons can't have self-care. Oh, man. Poor skeletons. <laughs> Here we go, attaching emotions to everything. <laughs> what? That doesn't sound like us at all. No, not at all. No. 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 No, no, no. But... Yeah, I feel like we recapped that pretty well. We've ran kind of long with this episode, so we'll wrap it up. But we're happy you're here. And we are working towards some personal goals of being more active over on Instagram. If you've been following along with us, you've seen us struggle. But we are so thankful for your support as we are moving towards our goals of showing up for ourselves. Like sometimes you've seen us struggle. Sometimes you haven't seen this at all. (laughs) (laughs) That was a great, great addition there. That was perfect. Um, But we are trying to show up more on Instagram for you to be kind of encouraging voices throughout the week. Yes. In a place where you can have conversations with us and each other. Mm -hmm. So if you don't already follow us over on Instagram, we're on Instagram and Facebook at The Friendship Bread. You can also send us an email. We Our email address is thefriendshipbread at gmail.com. Send us an email if there's a topic you'd like us to cover. Send us an email if there's anyone that you think would be a good person that we could interview. Mm-hmm. We're really looking forward to adding interviews into our podcast. Yes. We're super excited I'm about so it. excited for that. Yeah. So, um, and if you loved this episode, share it with your friends. As Crystal said, we're <laughs> What did you say one time? Put it in the... What is What are those letters called? Oh, the circle letter. The circle letter. Yeah, put it, put in, it in the circle letter. letter. <laughs> and you can leave us a review over on Apple Podcasts. And we just want to say thank you again so much for joining us this week for this conversation. And we hope that you'll be back next week for another episode of the Friendship Bread Podcast. Bye! Bye.